See you at the party, Richter. Welcome to See You at the Body, Richter. I'm Aaron Frescas, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Chris Chapman. Oh, hi. I'm first this time. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Beccastro. Hello, cutie pies. <laughs> and in uh, this special bonus episode, we're going to be going through and discussing the Universal Studios ride show attraction T2 3D Battle Across Time. What would you guys call this? Like a show, probably? I wouldn't really uh, call it a like ride. A, a thrill vehicle, I think is what Joe would probably a call it. Thrillical? <laughs> yeah. Thrillical? Yeah, it's, it's Arnold's thrill vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia called it an, tr- an attraction. So I, I guess that... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it did give me a boner. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, first off, a uh, quick question before we get started. Have either of you actually... Did, did either of you watch this in person? N- I no. might have... But Can't I remember. don't remember. This would have been like the early 90s. Was this in Hollywood or is this only well, in Florida? This was in both. Okay, So, okay. yeah, we'll get to that. But so if you would have watched this, Joe, it, it didn't end up in Universal Studios Hollywood until like 99, I think. Okay, then definitely not. Okay. Mm. So, but there was, a, which we'll get to, a Conan one. What? In- I didn't see that either. <laughs> okay. All I remember was Back to the Future, which was, which was tight. That was the the ride, right? Yeah, uh, the the thrill vehicle and <laughs> e, e, ET as well. I do remember that. So, okay, so you've been to Universal Studios before, uh, but when was the last? Well, Chris, have you been to Universal Studios? I've been once with on a school trip, and I think half my time was spent in the line for the uh, uh, for the ba- yeah for the backdraft thing. <laughs> yeah. Really, backdraft? Yeah. That was a while ago. Then swear to God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, isn't is that a is that a ride or was that no, a... you just like walk through and they show you some of the way they did some of the st- like fire stunts in the movie? It's not oh, really okay. a ride, but it's like an attraction and everybody wanted to go see it. And so I was like, all right. And I I thought it was a ride. Okay. And then Joe, you were there in the early nineties? Uh yeah. So I went to Universal Studios Hollywood in the early nineties. Um I remember the backdraft. I just remember going on it. I remember E.T. because E.T. would say your name at the end. <laughs> Luckily, I had a pretty easy name, but I couldn't imagine if it was something like, you know. E.T. phone. Like Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I remember the Jaws ride because my mom got squirted by Jaws. <laughs> Wait, um, Jaws, Jaws did, did, he, did he pop out and roar and then just like squirt like water in her face? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Um. And then actually about, shit, I guess it was almost four years ago now, three or four years ago, uh, I took my wife, Laura, who's been on the show, to Universal Studios Florida in Orlando oh, damn. for Harry, Harry Potter. Potter World. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, um, you know, I never read the books. I just seen the movies, but it was great. Uh, she definitely cried. She was very happy. <laughs> awesome. Um, is it like being we, on, the, on the set? Pretty, pretty much? Uh, it's like being in Harry Potter world, cool. I guess. Yeah. Like being on the set, but the way it seems from like the movie. Yeah. Not, you know, there's no like camera guys and lights and shit. Not like that type <laughs> of set. Um, Just a bunch of dudes eating sandwiches in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Teamsters just like leaning against the truck. Yeah, London the Teamsters. In, <laughs> a guy in like a fucking Jaguars jersey just uh, <laughs> sipping on a coffee in the corner, yelling at his kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's two parts and then you got to buy tickets to both because they're fucking douchebags. But then you take, oh. I feel like that's a Florida, like, because I think Disney World's the same way. 
Definitely. Yeah. But you take the old Hogwarts Express to the other one. What's the other one? Uh, I think one is like Diagon Alley and the other one's like Hogwarts. Damn. So, so so one is the school. It's like you're inside the school or is it Hogsmeade, yeah. the little village place? Wouldn't that no, be Diagon ha- Alley? Yeah, they have the Hogsmeade in Diagon Alley. Oh, And okay. you can get uh, butter beer, which is just like super rich soda, essentially. <laughs> like a cream um, soda? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the other side is like Hogwarts and they got a couple like rides over there. But they also had Simpsons World there. So yes. we went to that, which was just like... Completely half-ass compared to uh, <laughs> compared to the Hogwarts or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I did get a Krusty's non-gelatinous gum-based uh, milkshake, right? Chocolate. No, no it's what like, it? what's a milkshake? Yeah, it's a Krusty's dairy product or something like that. <laughs> Non-fat gum-based dairy product. <laughs> um, uh, and I got pictures with you know all seven of the the uh, Duff. Oh yeah, Sur- like Surly and Surly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what's is that? What the the shake's called? Is that actually what it's called on there? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, that would have been great. I, um, yeah, you know, <laughs> me being an obvious very big Simpsons fan, that's probably what I ordered. <laughs> Went to Moe's, got a beer, um, bought a keychain with the name Bort on it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so they yeah, have, to have them make it. No, it, no they, they have them. They, He's like, that's the only yeah. keychain. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Like, do you have a bar one? Bar, that's Bart. <laughs> um, no, they had like, you know, like one or two like little things with like every name on it. You know, like little poles where they stack yeah. them on there, uh-huh. and then like eight to ten of those of just like Bort ones. <laughs> I'm like, all right, so everybody buys. So I bought it, and that's currently on Laura's keychain right now. Nice. They also had a. Uh, like Sinbad's last voyage or something. So hmm. um, they still had that there. Yeah, Damn. I know. Like Sin- like Sinbad was really big in the nineties. You know. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know what he had to do. Like the com. What his comedy had to do with. You know, some sort of like voyage, like old timey voyage yeah. or whatever. Maybe I've never seen that movie. Um, so what was his last voyage? House cast. I don't know, but they, uh, I mean, talk about whitewashing, like the big statue is <laughs> very white. It's the worst. Damn. See, I, I haven't been there since I was like five or six, so they didn't even have Back to the Future ride there yet. Wow. I remember the E.T. thing that Joe was talking about, and I'm pretty sure uh, I was like, didn't a kid get to ride on, on like the bike? Like they chose some kid or could like every kid ride on that bike? I don't know. Uh, I didn't. Right on the back, I don't think. Okay, I just remember being jealous of that. And I think the stage show at the time was Miami Vice, which <laughs> I'm pretty sure we saw that one. And then, like I said, there was a Conan and the Barbarian one, too. But I can't remember if we saw that one, too. But I definitely remember something Miami Vice-y. <laughs> and I'm kind of bummed I missed. Like, Was it just people doing cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With And then rolling up sleeves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> rolling up their sports coat sleeves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I'm bummed to miss this ride in the Back to the Future ride. I want to check out that Simpsons. Did you go on the Simpsons ride? Uh, I th- think so. Okay. Were you guys, were you guys doing drugs ride. there? No. Oh, that seems no, like it, it was, would be it was interesting. Florida place. and it was hot as fuck. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, did you guys go in the summer? No, we went. Well, we went to Tampa two years in a row because that's when I was, you know, playing poker for money. Yeah. And I love bass fishing. So we went in like February and it was still like, you know how to shit but fishing was great and that's good made a shitload of money playing cards because that's a fucking gold mine for for like tourists cards and well like, no like no 
goes to Tampa yeah. like tourists. It's just like <laughs> the it, it's such weird like us on the West Coast, like we don't really get the idea of old money. Mm, you know? Yes. And yeah. like the people yeah. there are just like old money. Like their families have been rich for like ten generations and they just I don't know. Like uh in Seattle Everybody that plays cards is good because everybody that plays cards is good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it like breeds like good players and then like Bay Area is better. And then not like the players are better, but better for because they're shittier players and a lot more, a lot of money. <laughs> um, and then like Tampa, everybody just sucks. So there's just like tons of money to be made because everybody has a bunch of money and uh, and they're not very good at cards because they don't have to be because no one else yeah, is really good. Damn. So that's nice. Yes, it was very nice. Uh, so, oh, so the uh, the Back to the Future ride, at least in in Hollywood, got replaced by the Simpsons ride. Yeah, that I remember because I never got to ride the Back to the Future ride. Yeah, which sucks. What, like I got a, I, I yes, I did go on that ride. Yeah, the Back to the Future I remember. one. Uh, no, the Simpsons one in uh, Hollywood Florida. or in okay in Florida. Okay, is is it just like a three D ride, right? Yeah, and you're like in a little car, and you know you're going through going through like Springfield stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get into the summary, let's do a little bit of history about the uh, the, the actual the thing we're talking about the the T <laughs> two attraction. But it's a mini sequel to Terminator Two: Judgment Day. It was actually directed by James Cameron and it had pretty much all the main cast from the movie in it, including Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Robert Patrick, and then Edward Furlong as John Connor. Mm-hmm. So Universal hired uh, Universal Studios the. Uh, the like guy that's in charge of all the the rides and stuff like that hired this dude named Gary Goddard from Landmark Entertainment to make a Terminator ride. And uh, after Goddard took about a year to come up with the basic story and then the storyboards and whatnot, they approached James Cameron to see uh, to what like seems like kind of like show him what he had and basically get his approval. I was reading an interview with Gary Goddard, which with him basically saying that James Cameron could pretty much shut down the whole thing if he didn't approve of it. Jeez. Which makes me curious when he lost that kind of power. <laughs> because I don't think he can do that anymore with Terminator. No. Uh, yeah, well, the weird. rates got uh, reverted back to him recently. Yeah, but okay, so I was actually going to think, which I was going to mention, I was trying to think of an answer to that. And uh, the only thing I could think of is at the time, uh, Carol Co. still owned the rights of Terminator. It was, uh, the first one was um, Orion. Yeah. And then it, w- it ends up going to Carol Code. The, by the way, the rights for this, like, I started looking up the rights. They go all over the fucking place. There's no, like, <laughs> I can definitely understand why this movie, you have different versions of it mm. as it's going along. Anyway, I'm assuming Cameron had way more, like, pool or say or whatever in uh, what they did and what they didn't do with this idea when it was with Carol Co. But then Carol Co. went bankrupt and the rights went through, like, a bunch of different companies, which is the whole different mess that we could probably do a whole other episode about. Yeah. But anyway... So I think that's maybe the only reason why, yeah, he had this so much power for what get what like would get made back then is because he probably had a lot of pull because that was like their big movie right before they did go bankrupt. Yeah, I'd imagine he was like probably the most famous creator they had on at the studio at Carolco. It, well, it's either that or somewhere along the way he just stopped giving a shit and he's like, hmm, fuck it, do whatever you want with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Goddard ended up having a meeting with Cameron and apparently James Cameron dug the ideas and the storyboards and whatnot. And I was I want to read a quote. That Gary Goddard gave to the website jamescameronline.com. So the interviewer asked him how much input both he and James Cameron had on the script. And Gary Goddard tells him that he basically designed everything knowing that he would have to get uh, James Cameron's final approval. So he definitely went into it trying to make it as faithful as to, uh, to T2 as possible. 
And by the way, this, I was going to put this at the end, but uh, apparently it could only be based on Terminator 2. Nothing with Terminator 1 because they didn't have the rights to the first movie. Huh. Yeah. Hmm, so there's no references to that movie whatsoever. But yeah, so the quote <laughs> from the interview says, uh, well, I created the concept, then wrote the initial script with two employees of mine at the time, Adam Berzik and Ty Granoli. Uh, created the initial storyboards with several artists and our team. Did the initial technical research to show that the technology existed in some form or, or another to achieve most of what we were proposing. I think the uh, story best explains Jim's involvement. I think this story best explains Jim's involvement. So the big day had come. We'd pre- previously pitched to Gail Ann Hurd and uh, who James Cameron was married to uh. and who helped him like get Aliens and Terminator made. But uh, she's a producer. So, and to Caracol management team, though Caracol at this time was about to go out of business. And then to a couple of guys at Universal. Everyone had approved it. Everyone liked it, though some were not. Uh, some of them were not sure how we were going to do everything we're presenting. But of course, with regard to Gail and Caracol, it was like, we love this. What did Jim say? So as I know from day one, it was all about Jim. So the day was set. We were uh, set up in a basement conference room of the Black Tower, which I didn't look up, but I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> uh, so some place called the Is Black that, Tower. Maybe that's James like Cameron's obelisk tower. in his fucking no, in Hollywood. It's, it's it's somewhere that they were set up that James Cameron was coming to. Oh, <laughs> which yeah. So uh, the tower. We were uh, we had three walls of storyboards and color renderings. We had a foam core study model of the theater. We were all waiting for Jim to arrive. I've been pretty cool up until now, focusing on the concept, the development, the writing, the getting the storyboards right, and then all the presentations to Universal. And now the day had come, and I and it wasn't until I was there in the room waiting for Jim to arrive that I suddenly thought, like, geez, I'm going to present what we are now calling T23D, Jim's creation, to him, to the creator of the Terminator universe. And we had taken some liberties, being that Edward Furlong was now five or six years older than when T2 was made. We decided, in the event that we couldn't get the stars on board, that we were slightly ahead of the last movie's time frame, dictated by Edward being a young man now. So all of this suddenly comes floating through my head like we're te- we're not telling T2 here. We're kind of building and riffing on it. And we've made certain assumptions here. And I was looking back at the boards thinking like, how do I frame this for Jim? Suddenly he walks in. So after a few introductions and handshakes, I'm on. And over a year and a half of development and work is on the wall and everything I know hinges on the next hour. So I did this pitch about 30 to 40 minutes and Jim says nothing. He just kind of focuses on listening and understands the, and like trying to figure out the concept and the story. And at the end I finish and the room is just completely silent. Jim starts staring at the boards, and the silence gets a little bit uncomfortable, so I try to break it with a, well, you know, this is a, and Jim raises his hand to cut me off, which <laughs> I, I really, really like Jim Cameron, but he seems like an absolute dickhole. He absolutely seems to me like the kind of guy who would purposely let that silence yes, stew for a exactly. few minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I really like him, but, he, and it's probably because I'd be the same way, I was like, Genius is working. <laughs> but he cuts me off. I stop talking. He gets up and goes from uh, to the storyboards. He says, these are pretty good boards. Who did them? And he says, I say Greg Pro. He's really great. He nods, looks at the boards and looks, looks at the boards for a bit and then says, and I'll never forget this. You know, when I was driving over here, I was thinking, who the hell is universal to take my Terminator and try to create a ride from it? What would they know about it? And I was fully prepared to come here and not like whatever it was you were going to present. He turns back to the board and continues, but this is actually really good. You got the characters right. You got the mythology. The whole idea of it is great. And then he turns to me in the group and says, not that I can't improve it a little bit. (laughs) 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 And then he's like, so being the collaboration, Jim not only got behind it, he participated in like development meetings. He wrote part of the film script and inputted the rest. He got, he got the cast on, on board. 
the entire project just became more robust and more fantastic with his ongoing involvement. And I would say it was a great collaboration. Uh, so the answer <laughs> is that Jim was very involved. That being said, I would like, I, I think I, he would confirm that it was very collaborative, that he pretty much deferred to me on any elements involved in the live aspects, so which obviously. Yeah. Because this guy's like the live person. Like he created, he created the Back to the Future ride. He created, uh, I think he helped create the Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park one, and then a bunch of other rides for them. But uh, he also says, Jim, it was fantastic. He's obsessive about whatever he's working on. I'm the same way. So I think they kind of like that helped with their, like he's totally on board with it, whatever Jim Cameron was doing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so anyway, so Goddard, uh, they began working on the live action part while James Cameron filmed the future stuff with the cast. And it kind of sounds like Goddard then took over when James Cameron left to start filming Titanic, mm. which they were already done with that stuff. So it was just, and then uh, James Cameron like phoning in and whatnot. But anyway, so it originally d- debuted at Universal Studios Florida on April 27, 1996, followed by Universal Studios Hollywood on May 6, 1999, and then Universal Studios Japan on March 31st, 2001. And then the Universal Studios Japan one is the only one that's still going. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the whole show, including the pre-show, is about 20 to 25 minutes minutes long, with about 12 minutes of it being the footage that James Cameron shot. The original attraction cost $60 million to make. Jeez. With just the film part that James Cameron shot cost $24 million to make, <laughs> which makes it, Damn. like, minute per minute, the most expensive film that's ever been made. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I had a note about that later. I was like, the budget for this must be fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the most expensive film that's been made. The Hollywood version was so uh, popular that it is credited with causing a 5% drop in revenue from Disneyland when it first opened. Wow. So uh, we there's like a tiny bit more trivia later, but I'm going to get into the summary. Unless you have yeah. any thoughts go before that? Uh, Nope. Okay, so we started off, and they dressed up the outside of the building. So going into the building, I uh, so there's a couple different versions of this you can watch. There's um, one that's just the movie part, and then there's on YouTube. There's and then there's one that has like uh, someone going through the whole ride. So they dressed up the outside of the building and the line inside before you get into the auditorium to kind of look like a Cyberdyne facility or headquarters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want to mention, I ended up watching the longer one that you guys watched, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the one that I did watch that went through the whole thing was actually the very last showing that they did of it at Universal Studios Florida and someone filmed it on their phone. But anyway, we then go inside the building and enter the Miles Bennett Dyson Memorial Auditorium because apparently the <laughs> only time, you only get to come back from dying in the movie if you're white. So, yeah. <laughs> like, which was weird that they, anyway. Or a main star, I guess, would probably be more of a thing. But yeah. They just brought the Terminators back, right? They brought the Terminators, but yes, they did. Well, I mean, they're the only ones that died. Wait, Joe, what'd you say? said they're the only ones that, quote unquote, died and came back. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're Terminators. That one one makes a little bit of story sense. You can't can't bring back Dyson unless he's a fucking robot. Would you say like it's a different one? Yeah. Well, no, but they're also, it could be... From the future, he's like, I'm back, or I, I genuinely think at least the Arnold one is a different one. I guess, okay, yeah, we'll get we'll get into that in yeah. a minute because, yeah, I have, but uh, so anyway, so let me go. Uh, oh, yeah, so you'd enter uh, like a holding stage room before entering the actual auditorium, which had a bunch of TVs. You're then greeted by a lady with, that we saw in the video who's like your host of the presentation. By the way, I definitely should have mentioned this, but the whole thing starts off. Uh, being presented as the viewer going to watch a demonstration of the Cyberdyne Expo mm-hmm. of their newest creation. 
So, uh, which is the T70 that we see when after entering the theater. Anyway, so this lady greets you in the pre-show room and introduces herself as Kimberly Duncan, Cyberdyne's Director of Communication, Community Relations and Media Control. The one uh, in the video I watched from 2017 is just hamming it the fuck up, just like yeah. when it comes to acting perky. Just <laughs> overdoing it where I was like, oh my god, like, I'll, I'll watch this because they have to, but this lady's... <laughs> I definitely yeah. think they do that on purpose, though. Oh, no, I, I, I definitely, yeah. for sure. But she's very good at it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so she then presents the promo video, and we th- that we started with uh, with what you guys saw, and but you guys ended, I think ended up watching both, which is basically just a commercial for Cyberdyne. Yeah, and it's basically any other promotional video that might exist for a company like this. Just all like imagine a world where, and then like give scenarios that I'm sure were unimaginable at the time, but kind of exist now. <laughs> it's actually it's funny how they had to update it because yes. I watched both and like. In the first one, there's that scene where they pan over all the kids and they're like, imagine a child in Detroit and like China and wherever, like across the world. Well, not just wherever. (laughs) Sorry. Hold on. Did it say where? Did you write it down? No, but it was Detroit. um, Somewhere else who gives a fuck. (laughs) Uh, Los Angeles and Seattle. Oh, I thought he we was... don't get a lot of shout outs and shit. <laughs> I thought right? he was going to bring so... up Cincinnati again. I didn't want to open that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, was... But yeah, he Chicago. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Detroit, Chicago, L.A. and Seattle. Yeah. So he was like, imagine kids in all those cities being taught by the same teacher at the same time. Blah, blah, blah. Like basically just like teleconferencing. Exactly. And then in the new one, it's like. The information being beamed directly into their heads. Oh, okay. Oh, really? So I didn't yeah. pay much attention to the new because I watched both of them. But I would, yeah. I was like, yeah, I know stuff. And the, but... the the other the other big replacement I noticed is that they replaced the original one had Shaq in the yes. part where they were doing like the imagine taking all the like human error. Yeah, and and he put like a contact lens in his eye and then didn't brick the free throw. <laughs> but then in the new Which, one, it's that's... just it's just some soccer player. Yeah, I don't think he's so, famous or anything. Right. I think it's just so it goes. A it goes. Thing. Imagine a world where butterfly runs on battery, so a drone sort of ish. I get, but then imagine a why world would a, like why would you want a robot butterfly? That's the imagine, dumbest thing to start. You with. want an iron butterfly as a thing. Yeah. Imagine a world where kids all learn remotely. Uh, like it'll be hard to do, but I think picture that because. And then it goes. Imagine a world <laughs> where an old lady can't pick out what she wants to watch from five hundred channels. Channels, so she has to choose from. So Cyberdyne's like, "Yeah, eh, fuck it, she's old." Murder, she wrote. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which like was great because that has to be some programming. Do that program that where like they're putting in there like, okay, well, what would an old person want? And eh, fuck it, murder, she wrote. Yeah. Old people love Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Uh, well, that actually exists on Netflix. Or if like, that's just Skynet's favorite show. <laughs> <laughs> like an algorithm sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, that that kind of exists on Netflix as it is. Like, you, based on your watch history, like, they added a some, uh, button that's just play something. Mm-hmm. And it'll kind of, when you can't decide, you just click that and it just fucking plays something. Hmm. The la- the old lady did look happy when she oh, saw yeah. that. So, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, we then see a neurosurgeon doing surgery on a patient remotely at, at, on a tablet while he's chilling at the beach, which just seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say his tablet dies mid-surgery? I don't know. Yeah, I always get my best reception at the fucking beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then see a mom who's away on business tucking her child or kid in while uh, by like by having like Terminator hands do it remotely. I do think that like genuinely that was good satire. <laughs> like that was just, there's these giant horrifying arms reaching out from above. It's like that scene in, in 
Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddy Krueger's like reaching through the wall. <laughs> well, that reminded me of like when Joe talks, like as always mentioned with uh, T2 when Arnold's wiping the tear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I know now why you cry. And he scrapes the shit out of his face. It's like, yeah, that's why, dude. It hurts. Your fucking metal finger. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a sweet cameo from, like Chris said, from pre bald ca- uh, Shaq, which he definitely had hair, which I was like, yeah. curious if, like, he shaved his head because he was balding or because, like, right there he looked okay. Yeah. But uh, who's wearing contact lenses, lenses that can help him make a three throw shot, which he was. I think he was like notoriously bad at this. Yeah, right. He always right? bricked the three the free throw. Yeah, he was about a fifty percent free free throw. What's good? Shooter. Uh, I mean, well, I think Steph Curry and Steve Nash are like the top ever, and they're like in the nineties somewhere. Okay, but like you know, seventy five percent is probably around average. So okay. he's like, like, I mean, big men always have a problem with free throws because they're super tall. So the angle is bad, and they have gigantic hands, so the ball's really small. So, like, they can't really get an arch on it. They got to kind of, like, like shove, shove it in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with, like, a tiny little ball. Um, but there is somebody who used to do, like, the granny shot. Um, and <laughs> Yes. And uh, it would make it these. Works. Yeah. It'd make these big guys so much better at, like, free throws. Yeah. Um, but they just refuse to do it. They because, can suck it up because yeah, do they don't want to fucking look <laughs> yeah. like idiots. <laughs> exactly. Because um, but, okay, the problem is when you do the granny shot and it misses, everybody thinks you're a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. But if you start, if you're going, if you're shooting like fifty five percent from the line and you go to yeah. like sixty five seventy, like that's a huge improvement. Because yep. a lot of these guys, they can't even play at like the end of the games, you know, mm. um, because the other team will just like foul them and then i'll have to oh, go to the yeah. line and they'll yeah. make like one of two and it's just like so they gotta take take him out yeah. um but uh yeah there was two flaws in shaq's game a couldn't shoot free throws and b he was lazy <laughs> um but if he got one of those two things in order he would easily be the greatest player of all time so he was he was already famous at this time right because like he was already in the lakers so yeah, I mean, he was famous. Like, he got drafted in '92 by the Magic, and he was already like okay. So that was a cam rookie then. of the year. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. And it was like a, a joke on you know because Shaq He's can't bad. make free yeah. throws. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys remember, uh, there was an old Taco Bell commercial where they had like tacos, and it was like everybody had to like move their head over yes, in order to like eat yeah. the taco, and then Shaq ate so many tacos his head got stuck like that, and he <laughs> makes three sunk a couple free throws, and like the coach, I think it was. Uh, Del Harris at the time is like, get more tacos or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> his head was stuck sideways. Um, uh, yeah. I love how he just does whatever commercials. Like, oh, yeah. Whoever approaches him for commercials. <laughs> like, Papa John's, I get because he's got a big stake in it, but he does the fucking general. And he was on Conan's podcast. And he was like, they. They fucking gave me insurance when nobody else would give me insurance. So now I'm going to do their commercials forever. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I think his deal is he will be in any commercial as long as he gets to rate them. So you see those like AC hotlines <laughs> and everything. <laughs> like those are yes, dude. Shaq's an entertainer, man. He was a he was an actor. He was in like Blue Chips and Kazam. He was a rapper. He was a video game guy. Remember Shaq Fu? Uh, the guy, and now he's on a TBS um, uh, halftime show. Um, why am I forgetting the fucking name of that show? Wait the uh, the the um the like NBA the, one right? 
Yeah, it's the it's NBA like the coverage. One, right? uh, TBS. Yeah, it's him, Charles Barkley, uh, Kenny Smith, and Ernie Johnson. Oh yeah, he had a lot of shit to talk about Charles Barkley too on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, no, really? They, they they go at it. All I the mean, time. it was it was kind it's of great. joking, but yeah, you definitely. Well, I think the one. Okay, yeah. Anyway, anyway. okay. <laughs> so uh, we uh, then see more commercial stuff, and the narrator mentioning that uh, Cyberdyne is trying to make the world better, and it's also the Liars. leader in defense technology. <laughs> And that they're soon releasing their newest creation, which is called Skynet. And when Skynet comes online, that uh, the nation and its allies will, will be protected by the first fully computer-controlled defense system. It then names stuff which I feel like satellites can do now, with, like reading license plates from anywhere on, around the world and deploying troops. Yeah, that's another one that they changed in the new one. It was oh, okay. like, they can see anyone in any house, through any wall, anywhere in the oh, world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instead yeah, of just reading I should have uh, watched that one. Like, I kind of <laughs> skipped through it. I was like, yeah, I already saw this. Yeah, I got you covered. <laughs> but uh, so they uh, also decided to give Skynet control of the nuclear arsenal. So did they did they mention the Genesis thing in that one then? Because I was barely paying attention to it when I watched it. No, they didn't mention anything about Genesis. It was, it was very much the same script. Uh, but they had, like, a lady reading it instead of the, the you know, the voiceover guy that was famous yeah. in the early 90s. And then also... In a world. Yeah. <laughs> He does um, the the narration for the behind the scenes thing, which ends up being he? the longer than the actual like <laughs> thing. But yeah, nice. anyway. But yeah, for the most part, it's all the same stuff. It it ends with like the you know, the, it'll be in control of the nuclear arsenal, taking uh, human error down to zero or whatever. Yeah, so that's what uh, it says. Uh, nuclear ars- ar- arsenal, which uh, is supposed to reduce possibility of air to absolutely zero, taken out of humans like clumsy ass hands. Yeah. So all of a sudden the commercial interrupted slash hacked into by Sarah Connor and a visibly older John Connor. Yes. Who looks like he's like in the throes of puberty right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like he's, 15 well, maybe. Looks like he's already been kind of ravaged by puberty. <laughs> yeah, but he still looks cool as shit, man. He does. With that uh, nobody that cooler fucking than fucking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm actually surprised he's not sporting one of those dirtbag teenager like mustaches, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would have made it way better. Like just the, the hairs above. Yeah. She made him no, shave I mean, it off. I... She's like, the savior of humanity does not look like that. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, the, the guy that gets some chick pre- pregnant in high school. <laughs> yeah, no, I can grow like a pretty gnarly beard but if i just shaved it down to a mustache it just it looks like a dirt stash <laughs> it <laughs> looks all right right now i've never tried to yeah. grow just a mustache yeah it just doesn't work for me <laughs> uh sarah tells us that skynet is actually the enemy and must be destroyed before it destroys us starts talking about how all the corporate overlords need to be taken outside and sh- pretty much shot before john's yeah. like interrupts her and is like dude Chill the fuck out. Like, this is why we don't let you on camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. And then calmly tells us that part of the res- they're part of the resistance and that everyone has five minutes to get out of the building. Yep. They then proceed to play a five-minute clip. <laughs> <laughs> she basically <laughs> runs through the plot of Terminator <laughs> yeah. 2. That they She's... want you to watch instead of evacuating the building. And they, they brought footage. They brought, like, a fucking... Exactly. She says roll tape. And they exactly. fucking... <laughs> exactly. That, like, the weird thing about this, like this, is that Sarah tells John, like Chris said, to roll tape, which ends up being short little clips from Terminator 2 that apparently are on loan from James Cameron. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, the weirdest part is that it's not just clips from the movie. It's also some... So it also somehow shows clips from Sarah's dreams. <laughs> she had in the movie. Like, I didn't the, even the ones, think about that. Yes, yeah. the one that she had in the movie about the the nuke going off in L.A., <laughs> yeah. which I'm sure, like when she saw it, I, I'm curious if she actually watched this. This like what she's showing because she's paranoid as fuck. So she'd be like, "What the fuck? How did you get into my dreams?" So anyway, 
We uh, while watching while we watch the clip, Sarah tells us about Judgment Day with Skynet turning against mankind in the battle, like in a battle that lasts thirty years. She then says that Skynet sent sent Terminators back in time to kill her and John, but the Resistance also sent a Terminator to protect them before sac- before he sacrifices himself. See, when you're talking to other people, I might leave out the part where you and your son are the saviors of the world, because that just kind of <laughs> makes you sound like you're in a fucking cult. <laughs> <laughs> she she then like in the future though, not not now. Just yeah, like yeah. We, we're going to end up saving the world. I know it so doesn't look like us. much, but we're all you got. Uh, so she then demands that we get out of the building and have five minutes before the signal cuts out and we hear uh, Kimberly Duncan yelling at someone to find the Connors because apparently she's a big fan of ABC's hit sitcom starring John Goodman. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> what channels anyway so real quick this is this is such a weird scene when you think about it for more than 30 seconds like they have clips from the future showing the first scene from the movie with the t-800 stepping on the skull stepping on skulls yeah <laughs> yeah she also says that the terminators uh the terminator from the movie Ar- arnold's character sacrificed itself yet we seem about five minutes later during the show I'm telling you it's a supposedly exactly so like i was gonna say like is he a different one than the one that died yeah and I think there's evidence at the very end too. Okay, well, we'll get there. Joe? No, I I am saying that it is the same one, but just oh. at a different point in time and he went back in time there and then they blow up Skynet then or whatever after they go forward in time. Then okay. He goes back in time again and then he goes back again yeah. to <laughs> events of Terminator 2 and then he sacrifices himself. Okay, so it's like a cut scene pretty much. This is basically a cut scene from Terminator 2. No, no, this <clears throat> Okay, so this is tech. He's uh, saying it's technically a prequel to Terminator Two. Yes. Well, okay. The, the uh, only problem for, with that is that John the Connor's Terminator. Older. No, for the Terminator. So, okay. Yeah, but you're uh, not thinking say, fourth dimensionally, Aaron. Come on. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is why. Okay. This is why I was like told Chris. I was like, "There's no way this episode is going to last an hour." Because I've got points in this where I'm like, "It's just going to say I'm talking about the Terminator for like ten minutes." And like to where one of us is like, "We got to move on." The, yeah. the Terminator okay. can go wherever he wants in time. He goes here first, and then he goes back to protect John. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say he got sent back uh, March 14th, 2029. Um, <laughs> okay. Ooh, Pi Day. And that's, yes. And also uh, my wife's birthday, but oh, <laughs> not the year, but the day. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it, weird. It, it will. Yeah, be. I was disturbed for a moment. <laughs> She's also a time traveler. She's the Kyle Reese in my life. Sure. Anyways, um, <laughs> pervert. <laughs> Shh. See, that's why I don't have the mustache anymore. Because people were on to me. Um, anyways, uh, so he got sent back March 14th, 2029, right? But let's say March, or let's say January 12th, 2029, he got sent back and he does all this stuff that we're watching now. Mm-hmm. And then okay. he goes back to his 2029. And then a couple months later, he gets sent back to the beginning of Terminator 2. Okay, okay, I got So it could be the same one, just... Oh, that makes more sense. I thought you were saying he literally, when he jumps into the time warp at the end of this one, he ends up in L.A. in 1992. I mean, that, that's... It's possible, but... Yeah. But, well, they need to reprogram so he, like, it's true. forgets that stuff. That yeah. that makes sense. So, like, he, he they send him back once to do, to do that task, mm-hmm, and yeah. then they send him back... Uh, he comes back, and they send him back again to, the, to do the other task. Yeah, because he has to. Okay, but... That doesn't make sense because he has way more personality in this one than yeah, he does. Yeah, because they wiped. Okay. Okay. I was gonna, I was gonna oh bring this up. <laughs> I was gonna bring this up later. All right. So in this one, I feel like uh, 
you know, before January, they're like sitting them down in front of like friends, <laughs> you know, put on a friends marathon, uh, like Seinfeld, shit. Yeah, like it's some just great that comedy, scene from you know. Cover brother where they fucking blast pop culture in his face for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they're just doing that, and then he's sitting there learning about like improv, you know, and like way to make quips, like it's my college roommate, you know, like all that shit. And then they send him back, so he's like all nice and like spicy, and that that way John knows, like, oh shit, now I remember he was a fucking Joker. Yeah. Um, But then they had to wipe him, wipe all that stuff, and then basically reprogramming reprogram him again in order to send him back to the beginning of t2 so it's basically john that did this he's like okay i gotta get this guy like how i how i remember him yeah i gotta get him to make it seem like to convince my younger self that this is legit and he was like (laughs) "Ah, i made him a little too jokey i think we'll dial it back this time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so uh like i know he's my you know figurative dad but he's making way too many dad jokes so we gotta (laughs) gotta cut that down a little bit so uh the other what was the other thing uh okay so i know it's supposed to be a ride and i probably they probably figured no one would like think too much about it especially like (laughs) some boners doing an arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) podcast 25 years later but this it, it also seems like stuff like granted i guess you could explain it with the way we just did real quick real quick that james cameron usually wouldn't let fly but like there's a lot in here where it seems like cameron wouldn't like he was just like, fuck it, just let it go. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, people are then led into the Miles Dyson Auditorium, and the Cyberdyne pre- presentation begins with Kimberly Duncan introducing the T-70 unit. And she says, or as we like to call them, the Terminators, which I'm like, first off, come on. Are you going to tell the public that these things are called Terminators? Yeah, that's a terrible. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? No. For, for being a public relations person, you suck at public relations. Like, yes. <laughs> Jesus. They would be like is... the RoboCorps of the army or something like that. There's no way they'd call them <laughs> fucking Terminators. Yeah. Also, I know this came out before T3, but is this supposed to be the first Terminator? Because I, guess, I didn't, yeah, double, yeah, I I didn't double check, but I'm pretty sure they have like the T1 and then T2. and Like it goes up to like T8 or something like that at the end of T3. Definitely. Like, at the end of T3, they're talking about something like they don't even look human they're they're no, like they, tanks they, with you know they're basically they look tanks like, with uh, mounted guns they look or, like johnny five yeah from they look fucking like short circuit really fucking <laughs> ripped johnny fives yeah, exactly <laughs> like uh so yeah like at the end of the movie like skynet comes live they start just mowing people down yeah but i'm actually curious if which one i'm, I'm assuming that one's considered canon obviously although the, they've fucked up the canon so many times that yeah i don't think that's <laughs> according <laughs> according to the youtube comments this comments this fucking movie is canon <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she yeah. starts. She starts the Terminators up, and they start shooting at targets. And I gotta say, my favorite part of this whole movie was like the family you can hear behind in the background speaking <laughs> Spanish. Like that was seriously my favorite part of this movie. Uh, she, so anyway, she's uh, she's about to introduce Skynet when stunt actors playing Sarah and John bust in, demand for her to shut stuff down before like a T went. <laughs> that, huh. that was no. That was that. That was them. Sorry. That was yeah, no, no, no. Linda Hamilton did that show for like 25 years. Yeah. That's yeah. what she was doing until she did Dark Fate. That's mm-hmm. why she had to pick up, like, she did Dark Fate. Because, like, that's why once... she was in such good shape. Exactly. Constantly so repelling once... down that rope. Yeah. That's why this that show shut down in 2017. Oh. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they were like, we need to do Dark Fate and we want you back. She's He's like, like I'm talking I, myself I have... out of a corner. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but I have my, like, I have my career now. I'm sorry. I do this show now. <laughs> In both Florida <laughs> and Hollywood. She flies between Florida, and Hollywood, and Japan. 
Well, shit, she does have a twin sister, but <laughs> that's Leslie. true. But prestige there's three of that them. shit. That that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, I will I will say though they they do a really good job like the hiding the actors' faces on stage. They they do until I watch the the high def one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it was like, yeah, that guy that's playing John Connor is like. Oh yeah, John Connor. Old. I don't know what the fuck. I I almost feel like they brought back the original actor or something. I was like, why is that guy so fucking old? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's actually Mickey Rooney. <laughs> like, what? It looks like it looks like when uh, on The Simpsons. Wh- I don't remember which one it was. When uh, uh, Mr. they Burns get someone to air. No, it's when yeah when they get someone to play uh, Bart and he's like oh, he's, he's like the old yeah. guy that like puts the like, <laughs> yeah, talks like this yeah, yeah. He's he's was... smoking a cigarette and his face is all wrinkly. <laughs> yeah, it was Lisa. Yeah, or Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's also Hans Molman who is Kawabunga <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the uh, Terminator start shooting up their targets. Uh, she's about to introduce Skynet when stunt actors. Okay, yeah. They, so the stunt actors uh, demand for to shut stuff down before T-1000 shows up and starts acting like Hal from T-1000. Pretty much like John Connor, Sarah Connor. Like the way he's talking, it was like, okay, yeah. Whatever. I mean, it's just to show off the 3D for a second yeah, so yeah, they can yeah. shove his face in the audience. But yeah, he he just starts saying their name. Like they're going to come Connor. out. Yeah. Hello, John. Uh, he then turns into the stunt actor playing him, walks over and chokes out, kind of kills Kim, she does kill the host, Kim. Yeah. Activates Welcome the Terminators. Back, John. Which, which I think is the point of her being so <laughs> fucking annoying. Oh, oh, it was a commander thing. That took me a second. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I, I hope you say. Welcome Sarah back, Connor. John. Welcome back, John. You got to do it. You got to do it more. more Welcome uh, back, John. <laughs> more uh, Simpsons That's a little Boston. It was whatever. an emergency. It was an emergency. Welcome back. Welcome back, John. <laughs> Uh, all right yeah. all right now do claire <laughs> uh, welcome so, back charlie <laughs> he activates the terminators and then starts using the computer that she was just using con- to control those terminators and somehow activates a time portal wait no, that's not what happens that's not what happens well i don't think he activated the time portal so where did the Did time he? portal it just appears I, he was messing yeah, with because, the buttons because they sent the terminator back how else would but the Terminator that, come back? Well, the time portal appeared in a completely different area, though. That's the only reason that I thought he activated it. Because the Terminator ends up like coming out of the other side of where the time portal ends up being. But I, I don't know. I, this... I'm pretty <laughs> sure he came out of the time portal. Oh, okay. Okay. So just uh, so okay, I think let's he, say... he was just turning on the Terminators to shoot them. Oh, okay. It. So he was just trying to kill them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I read it differently. But uh, <laughs> so just then, uh, Ar- Arnold, the stunt actor that's playing Arnold, rolls out in a Harley, which apparently he drove in. Well, he didn't drive in the auditorium. He just drove out of the the thing, if that's correct. Because I was like, why is he driving into the auditorium on a Harley? But that but, doesn't make any sense because you can't send a Harley through the fucking Exactly, which I have at the end. There's there's a lot you can't send through. And it's like yeah. they they just didn't want to start the scene off in the uh, in like when in we the, get in the movie with both of them naked. <laughs> yeah. Just both of them show up there naked. It's too bad. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and there's running around like dogs <laughs> flopping around. <laughs> running through the audience. <laughs> exactly. <Okay. laughs> King naked throughout the whole <laughs> King Floppy Dong, as my brother called it. <laughs> we watched fucking the original Terminator back in the day. Uh, so he's all like, uh, 
He's like, I said I'd be back. So I guess this is the same T-800, obviously, as Joe said. I mean, you could program that line into any... You could program that line into Robert Patrick Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> so he shoots a T-1000. John gets on his on the bike, and they take off into the time portal right after Sarah's... Or Sarah. Right after Sarah screams, she's like, I'm out. So basically, they just left Sarah there unarmed with the T-1000. Yeah. She's... I'm sure she'll be fine, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's 100% dead. Exactly. It's not like he takes a couple minutes before he goes into the time portal yeah. chasing after them. He doesn't. He doesn't make sure. Like they shoot him just long enough to knock him down. So he. Oh no. He wait. He chases him through the portal, right? He does, but he takes a minute. Oh, does he? Oh, maybe. I'll... Yeah, because they get in there and have a quick conversation before he ends up in there. But okay. so they end up somehow end up like they end up in the future. So okay. Quick question. This is for. Uh, I'm assuming Joe, unless Chris, you know this. Like. Those things were one way, correct? Or because Kyrie's, I remember Kyrie saying something about them being like, you can't go back, or was it like, uh, you can't go back if you don't have a time machine? Yeah, it was essentially, um, well, A, the time machines got destroyed after they sent him back. Um, Reese. Yes. Okay. But also, B, like, you can't suck anybody from the past like unless they were able to have a gigantic time machine and have a smaller time machine wrapped in like human skin and send that back in time that's horrifying you didn't have two time machines yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they so they couldn't they couldn't leave it open like a time portal open to where they can go back into it you can only send someone back. You can't like it's not like a like an actual portal to where it's yeah, like a I don't big think like a circle, yeah. like a like a cartoon circle that someone <laughs> like, like jump through. Rick and Morty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like a Rick and Morty portal. Um, no, I mean at least what I've known from the movies. Like, you know, I haven't researched this particular thing. Yeah. But yeah, like there's no way to like get back unless you have another time machine, which they do in the TV show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. They go forward in time. Oh, that's what I gotta add that to the to the list too. But okay, so this James Cameron, you're making me lose faith in you (laughs) with this shit. So uh, anyhow, they end up in the future. Um, Oh, other question. Okay, yeah, okay. So the other question I had was, they like I said, they can't bring you back after you travel, like unless you find another time machine, pretty much, right? So like you can't can't. Okay, okay. So basically, like in Genesis, when they were building a machine in the 2017 part. That's what they were doing, right? They were building a time machine. Yes. Okay. Do you guys remember if they mentioned that they were going to use it to go forward or backward in time? They didn't tell, say what they're going to do with it, right? Oh, in Genesis, like yeah. oh, the beginning part. No, no, like like the like when John Connor was John having, Connor and uh, Danny Dyson. Uh, he's yeah, helping we're, Danny we're building... Dyson design the the time uh, machine. I think they said uh, they were going back, no. but I can't remember. No, but they also Sarah and Pops. Um, yeah built a time machine that went forward so true yes definitely okay um i I was just really like if you're going strictly james cameron stuff or terminator one and two uh i guess in theory could be possible to build a time machine to go forward but that was never done it was only in saracana chronicles and genesis where there was time machines that went forward Okay, like I, I, which was was something with uh, Genesis where I was like, they wouldn't build a build a time machine to go backwards in time, like because what are you going to kill John Connor? He's already a Terminator at this point. So like, 
I, like, why are you building a time machine, basically? Which uh, I never yeah. thought about when I was watching the movie. I was like, why are you building a time machine? He's already a Terminator. What are you going to go forward? Just to, like, let's get to the good times. Like, I want to go back to, to the good times. I guess it could be like, it could be like, I mean, technically not forward, but it, it would be like a forward base for the machines. Like a place for them to come back and forth to the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. But I don't know. And it anyway. could be also like, you know, just play the lottery. You know, like <laughs> shit. Those were the winning numbers. Like, <laughs> let me go a week back and buy a lottery ticket. Skynet just slowly becomes more even, and more human until it develops a gambling Skynet, addiction. It's just John Connor just having to build the because he's still human. He's like part human. He's like, yeah. Yeah, I just want him fucking win the lottery. And you know what he says when he wins? Easy money. <laughs> there you go. Which I, I love. Which I mentioned later, but I love how they work every single line. From yeah. Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah I have that too. This is just basically our greatest hits of Terminator 2. Um, but as far as the going back, they could like, oh shit, we fucked up. Let's go back and do something. It's a safeguard. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, John and the Terminator are in the future, which we learn after John Luke's run is like, whoa, where are we? Because apparently it's not too bright. Um, <laughs> Arnold tells them it's the final battle between humans and machines right before they notice the T-1000 run, running through the time portal probably having just killed Sarah Connor <laughs> <laughs> he he morphs his hand into, hands into like the bar thingies yeah. what the like pry bar I was just imagining him coming through with like bloody knives for hands yeah, already that's, that's what I was thinking of like <laughs> he's like wiping his his uh, his hands off on himself but uh and then John's uh, he, like I didn't know you could bleed <laughs> he's like oh John and then Arnold's like if it bleeds we can kill it <laughs> if it bleeds he killed uh anyway so he morphs his hands into uh the crow what a pry bar thing is he used while chasing them after they break Sarah out of the hospital in the movie, we basically get a shorter version of that scene. Because that, that was, because I, I was trying to remember what scene that was. That was the right scene, right? It's after they break her out that he's chasing them. Is that, is it, because it wasn't yes. the mall scene. Yeah, yeah no, that's he's, right. he's that's running right. after him and he's got the clubs and he gets yeah, on the car. Yeah, he's like smashed the window. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he also, and that's when I think chases yeah. John on a motorcycle as well. He's very good mm. at running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This guy cross-country runner um yeah so he's chasing him while they're driving on the motorcycle trying to stab john before arnold shoots him with a shotgun and uh, he does this cool like uh one-handed gun spin move to cock it oh, which yeah, i think yeah. is it just is awesome to watch because the, the thing he does in terminator 2 yeah yeah we also uh hear some little kid in the theater who i think may have wanted to leave because she's afraid and <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to agree with erica that i might have almost been too young to watch terminator 2 because when I was listening to this, especially through the headphones, um, that little girl sounds afraid <laughs> the, yeah. with the dad trying to be like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. fine. <laughs> and I think I was, I, we, what were we, eight when we watched this? Because I watched this in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'd say like six would probably be a little too young. Maybe like six, five, right around there. Probably, probably a little too young for Terminator 2. No, no, two, no, no, no. I, I dug this one. The th- yeah, it was awesome. It's great, but like. Yeah. <laughs> Even at eight, I was like, this is cool. And I was like, my dad, I remember my dad trying to block my eyes when that guy got stabbed in the eyes. And I was like, what do you, don't block my eyes. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, is it boobs? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, well, this guy must have some sweet boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me some very strange. Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so Arnold shoots a T1000 again and splits his head. He falls down as so they drive away with, with a big, like, Terminator thingy shooting at the buildings behind them, make them explode. John asks what the plan is. Arnold tells him that they're headed to Skynet, 
would who apparently decided to set up shop at the Luxor in, in Vegas. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just looks like it's a big fucking pyramid. Yeah. But they're then chased by a hunter hunter killer as John starts trying to give him directions on which way to go before Arnold pretty much tells him to shut up. <laughs> and like I said, I like it's just me. He's he's way more sarcastic in this than he's yeah, been in definitely. any of the other like Terminator <laughs> movies. Like John asked them. Uh, what does he say? He's like he, he asks him where where are we going or like we're not going there, right? And the Terminator goes, "You don't want to know." And it's like yeah. that's absolutely not a Terminator line. <laughs> that's yeah. like a very it, like like it's a Schwarzenegger said, line. A, yeah, that's a that's a Schwarzenegger line. Uh, and then when uh, John's giving him directions, he goes, "Stop helping." Yeah, <laughs> John, stop helping. Uh, Come on. So the the the, uh, the HK ends up blowing them off the bike, and they head inside the blown out building. As it releases some like mini HKs to find them, and I thought it was cool that the mini HKs actually speak Spanish, which was just <laughs> the guy in the background that was talking again while the like someone else was recording it. And I was like, "Oh, the HKs speak Spanish. That's nice." <laughs> the mini HKs begin shooting at them as they hide behind a pillar, and Arnold uh, he shields John from being shot by them, and he then tells John to hide as he begins shooting them out. He runs out of ammo, smacks one with his gun. Takes out the last one by grabbing it and basically tearing it apart. Well, and stop whining. Yeah, <laughs> it, which it's it's not a Terminator line, right? That sounds like a kindergarten cop line. Yeah, hundred percent. Again, these are all cop. just kind of Arnold lines. <laughs> okay, they're good. Um, I like them, but they're not Terminator lines. Yeah, this uh, ties back into a theory that was brought up on Cracked uh, After Hours that each each uh, Arnold movie is just the is Skynet trying to teach the Terminator how to be human? <laughs> how to act like a human? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's just sitting there, like, being thrown into those situations. He's and getting like, more and more charismatic that. as they go on. <laughs> yes. So that's, uh, um, that's why he's it's able like to, It's like a Matrix like... designed specifically to learn dad jokes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that's why he's, like, cross-referencing, you know, I'll be back. Actually, well, the first time he said that was in the Terminator, but whatever. Um... <laughs> You know, stop whining from Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's doing all that, because he's seen all the Arnold movies in his head, because that was kind of training him to be more human-like. He's he kind of like, glitched for a second, because he forgot what Stop whining. And like, he's like, oh, wait, <laughs> wrong movie. Um, but, it's uh, not a Duma. <laughs> they, uh, he, so he then yells my favorite line. He's like, get down! As like another Hispanic T-800 shoots through the wall, saying something in Spanish, <laughs> and begins searching for them. Like, which which is the best timing for someone to talk. Like, yeah, yeah. He shoots at the wall, it gets super quiet, and then it's like something in Spanish. And it was like, oh, okay. Well. So it spots John and is about to shoot him before. And it's like, hey, Buckethead. He's, it's not, it's like, that's what he says. Yeah. Then chops his head off by throwing a mini HK into it. Uh, he takes his gun as John jokingly asks, he's like, friend of yours? And Arnold replies, he was my college roommate. Well, no, this is, he's he's literally holding the skull of the Terminator. Yeah, the poor, it, right. it looks like he's about to do the poor Yorick speech from fucking uh, Hamlet. <laughs> uh, well, he's fucking, what's it called? Uh, Last Action Hero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that. that's right. <laughs> See, there we go. There's another. There you go. <laughs> and like I said, like, well, which would we already discussed, which was Joe was saying, like, this one actually has a sense of humor, which mm-hmm. would make sense if he. So I, so my, my thought on this would uh, totally make sense if he was the same Terminator that wasn't Terminator 2, but he didn't get destroyed. So this would make sense if he was that same Terminator and he'd been hanging out with John for like five or six years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he just got like the dad humor now. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I mean, he could have been hanging out with the resistance for a while after they kidnapped him and reprogrammed him and learned like these uh, witty one-liners. <laughs> then they sent him back in time for this. They would have been having him watch pop culture stuff, and he did talk like Seinfeld and uh, Friends, so he's like, <laughs> could I be anymore? <laughs> but it's still Arnold and Arnold and Dibbley. Exactly. These pretzels are making me thirsty. You're like, dude, dude, you can't eat. <laughs> You're a fucking cyborg. <laughs> I love the idea of like, old savior john connor who's leading the resistance setting aside an hour every day to go sit down on the couch and watch tv with the terminator <laughs> so uh, uh, he he tells john to grab some uh, some charges some explosives what if they what if they have an improv comedy class in the future you know <laughs> like they're keeping the arts alive you know and eventually they're working on it, you know, they got their jokes or whatever, and then they're like, dude, what if we throw, like, the Terminator in there? That's and also they- a good way to root out Terminators, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, it's mandatory. Everyone has to go through the improv yeah. class. Yeah, you know, the big thing of improv is, like, yes and. Right? If he just replies, affirmative. Like, oh, shit, that's a Terminator. Get him! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh... Yeah, so uh, tells John to grab some explosives as he tests out his new gun and tells John, let's bust the move as they make their way inside the Skynet building. Does he actually say that? He absolutely does. That's not even funny. That's just like a... No, it's like a 90s reference. Let's bust bust the move. (laughs) Uh, So once inside the building, we we then switch back to the the stage show, the stunt actors, who are made to look like they're on an elevator as Arnold tells them that this is where he was built and that no human has ever been there before. They arrive at Skynet's central core, and Arnold tells John that they're going to blow the central core with the with the explosives they brought, and then use the time uh, the time portal to get back home. So John asks what kind of security they have, and uh, Arnold tells him that it's called it's something called the T one million. Well, yeah. Well, just as he mentioned that, like a big liquid metal spider thing like morphs from like the structure that mm-hmm. they're standing around, and then starts attacking them. Arnold keeps shooting at it, but it ain't doing shit, so Arnold, like, shoots a tank full of liquid nitrogen just as the, the T-Pain 1 million, like, walks under it. <laughs> so the liquid Stupid. nitrogen freezes it, and uh-huh. we're basically hitting all the story beats at this point that we've seen in Terminator yeah. 2. Yeah. It's really fortunate that liquid nitrogen containers <laughs> was right there. Yeah. Don't so the uh, the T-Boss 1 million freezes, and then Stunt Arnold <laughs> shoots it as Stunt John yells, like, he's like, Wait! Uh, well, in the one that I watched, he was supposed to look like he shoots it, but that fucker totally mistimes it, like the stun actor. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, ends up taking the shot, like, and, like, a second later, the firing motion goes, <laughs> which in the in the newer one, they it's I, I, I watched it, so I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to get it on time, but it's definitely yeah. on time, so. Yeah. But anyway, so John gives him shit for shooting it as the thing, like, then slowly begins to pull itself together, the T1 million. Yeah, just like in Arnold- the movie, so it explodes into a million pieces, those, those pieces warm up faster and go back to liquid. Yeah, but in the first one, or in T2, they were in a s- yeah. steel mill. Like a steel so mill, yeah. It makes sense. That's true, but... but the physics still makes sense even if they're not in the steel mill. That was right in the middle of downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, the, so... the steel district of LA. <laughs> yeah. <just> down. <laughs> the smelting district. <laughs> yeah. uh, this reminds me of the Simpsons. Oh, be nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hot stuff coming through. <laughs> so, uh, Arnold tells him he's like Arnold tells him to get in the damn portal as we get a very like forced I'll be back and then they share a super awkward hug. Very awkward like yes. <laughs> which was like less like 
It was less like a machine that learned to care for a kid that was torn to protect it and more like a slightly homophobic father that's trying his hardest to be supportive after his son tells him that he's quitting football to join the jazz dance troupe. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was just really weird. Like, the way they hugged was just, like, like all of a sudden, like, Arnold tried, like, the guy that's playing the, the Terminator puts his head down as, like, he runs in real fast, so they hug for a second and then they split up. Yeah, it's, like, aggressively fast and weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch it, just you got to watch the newer one, though, because I couldn't, you couldn't, you can't see it in the, the or, like, the one that we watched but in that that like last one you was like what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah it, it looked like me trying to hug a girl in high school <laughs> <laughs> yeah, working uh, so uh, anyway so stunt john runs uh, and jumps in the time machine which actually looked pretty damn good yeah like so basically when he jumps in it he kind of uh the uh, like the stunt actor he jumps like through it which was a cool life stave effect because he just like kind of disappears yeah and I that 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 time portal kind of I, from what I remember it kind of looked like the same one that they like similar to the one that they had in Genesis. I don't know if they had the big ball thing in, in Genesis, but it like it looked had the similar setup. I don't know. Yeah, kind of. They make sure they get every single one liner <laughs> in that he had in the movie as they give Arnold an Asa La Vista baby as he like <laughs> swings into the central core thingy with the charters and blows the whole thing up. Yeah. And then, oh, hey, the T-1000 actually didn't kill Sarah after all. Because we hear Sarah telling us that she owes John's life to the Terminator. Again. Because he saved Exactly. Again, because he saved them. And then the battle continues for some reason, even though they just blew up Skynet. I mean, so, they blew uh, up Skynet in the future. Again, yeah. you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. The Judgment Day is still coming. <laughs> True. All right. Anywho, that's that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, that that's where my... Well, I guess my theory doesn't fall apart, but the continuity kind of falls apart. Because if... They blew up Skynet. Wouldn't all the Skynet stuff just stop working? Uh, but yeah, maybe guess. they programmed him know. not to run on Skynet satellite stuff. No, the Terminators that they send back can't run on Skynet, right? Or like oh, they have to be true. able to be disconnected oh, because, like, because they uh, yeah because yeah. once they go back, they're once cut they're off. in the past, there is no Skynet. So so they're independent. But it it I mean it it screws with the continuity because. One way or the other, like the Terminator blew himself up, right? Uh, in yeah, in in uh, in yeah, the future. Yeah. Oh yeah, so no, yeah, he'd survive that. He'd survive that. I like how just it's like the end of or like that part in Groundhog's Day. Like he could still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I think if blowing up Skynet, maybe all the like HKs and Terminators out there are still like around. But... Well, I think in the future the problem is solved, right? They blew up well, Skynet. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's the same. The same idea. Whoops. The same idea with like when they they sent back uh, the original Terminator. You know, it can't run on Skynet because Skynet doesn't exist. Yeah. Therefore, so once they blow up Skynet here, like all those Terminators are still out there. However, they can't make more Terminators. Yeah, so that's true. the war is technically won, but they still got to kill all those other Terminators. Um, it's just like if you have a zombie apocalypse and. The bad thing is, like, when people die, they become zombies, or when they get bitten, they become zombies. Maybe everybody has a vaccine, which everybody should get, but there are probably some douchebags out there, let's be real. Um, <laughs> once they get, like, the vaccine, and then, you know, yes, there's still a shitload of zombies out there, but mm -hmm. there's not going to be any more zombies, so you just got to kill all the zombies that exist, and then you can get back to, like, you know, quote-unquote normal world. Um, so, yeah, my theory holds true, so. <laughs> I'm right. I don't know. I, I I take back everything I said about Gen like the, on the Genesis episode about James Cameron like 
getting out before he ruined it because uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean this was fine but anyway okay so let's some let's do the rest of the trivia real fast and then we can give our thoughts but there's only a tiny bit so apparently james cameron wasn't initially involved obviously and he actually said that he didn't want to create a ride but a stepping stone to the third theatrical production which hmm. is weird because this movie doesn't make a lot of sense when you consider what happened in t2 but uh, we, we've yeah. discussed that anyway um so Universal said they wanted to just bring in a lookalike to play the actual movie part, but Cameron pretty much insisted, like he told them that he was going to do it. The actors need to be involved in the movie. Yeah. The intro was, like Chris said, was updated to include ref. It, apparently, it doesn't include reference to Genesis. I, I didn't. And they also, I didn't see anything about it, but you know, it could have been a subtle reference. I, yeah. I just. And then, like he, like you said, they also got rid of the Shaq cameo. Uh, this was replaced in Hollywood by Despicable Me. A ride that is despicable me ride, and then in Florida by a Jason Bourne themed show, hmm. which premiered last year. And like I said, it's still going on Universal Studios Japan, so we gotta probably get to seeing that soon. If like before it gets like replaced by like a How I Train Your Dragon show or something like that. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so if you're listening to this, first of all, thank you. Second of <laughs> all, um, your goal has to get us there and we will live stream it or whatever. Uh-huh. So you got to get us to Japan to get this like extra bonus episode. Um, and it's and it's going to cost a little extra because it's kind of hard to get into Japan right now. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're completely closed off to any uh, okay. to any people coming in. Yeah, you got you have to smuggle us into Japan. So yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. cost a bit more. I was wondering why they got rid of the show because it was 2017, right? Yeah. So I was wondering if they were getting rid of the show because of Genesis, or you you say it's just because they probably well, just because Despicable Me was fucking super popular. That's when Genesis, Genesis came, out, right? came out in 2015. no twenty fifteen twenty. Oh, that was twenty fifteen. Yeah, twenty seventeen. was God Dark, was Dark Fate Dark in Fate was twenty nineteen or twenty seventeen. Dark Fate was twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. let's say well, somewhere mind. between twenty seventeen yeah. and twenty nineteen. Yes. <laughs> okay, never mind. I, I so, thought for some reason I had Genesis in 17. No, yeah, but. Genesis was definitely 2015 now. Got it. But uh so this like this was from IMDb which Chris already mentioned was the Terminator and John couldn't like with them arriving in 2029 they would have had to show up naked pretty much. Uh which again Which would have like, made get, that scene where they were facing each other when he was pinned to the pillar way, and it, way like, weirder. Like Arnold shaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, would have made it hot. <laughs> would have impaled John is what it would have done. <laughs> okay, so quick question, which is just what stuff always devolves to. So let's say you're making him anatomically correct, correct? Mm-hmm. Of course. Now, do you give, do you include some sort of like yes, he's more, circumcised. Normal. I've been over this with you a hundred times. <laughs> no, no, no. Normal wieners don't have any sort of bone in them. So is it just some sort of like? Is it just some sort of like piece of like piece hanging off of them, or does it it's, have like it's a metallic the only part thing of them going that's liquid metal? <laughs> <laughs> or does it have something going through it to where it can like get? Because like I don't see any sort of situation where it get hard, but it, like something going through it to where it can like lift up, or like yeah. it can move it around, or is it just sitting there flopping all the time? I think it's like Doc Ock's tentacle. Some it can be mobile, but sometimes it's hard. When it needs I mean, to they be. can bleed, so in theory, there's there's blood. But I'm sure, probably, if they're programming it, you know, they're like, we got to take all precautions, so they got to, you know, have the boner program. Um, 
boner.js. I don't know if they're programming JavaScript, but whatever. Uh, you know, where like a bunch of if statements, like if if boobs are if boobs visible is true, you know, return boner. And then it just like sends them in there where it just like, you know, hey, becomes you don't a boner. Know. The, the robots could be way more progressive than that. Maybe the ifs cover a whole lot more bases than that. Yeah. If other yes. penis is visible return if genital boner. visible yeah um he's got a bunch of other stuff like they make him like super like to raise like personality yes oh oop, do, do. and it's like the person like dickhead no anyway um yeah and i'm sure they gotta have him like eat you know so they can blend in because that was their entire point so they probably have a system in there as well to like basically just turn the food brown i guess and then they just sort of shit it out somewhere else like you know they gotta cover all the bases ball hair um you know fucking toenails growing like but then the programming gets all mixed up and he's got a scat fetish it's all fucked up he does have a german gets, accent but they get confused and he they get confused and he's like shitting out of his dick <laughs> like what the fuck okay anyway okay <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of quick questions before before we uh, uh, go on. Uh, first of all, first first off, would you call us James Cameron's worst movie? Uh, the worst one I've seen, probably. I mean, this is still the like I really like the action scene, which is yeah, what yeah. it is. It's basically just one extended action scene. Yeah, it's like uh, a it's like a deleted scene from Terminator Two, basically. Yeah, yeah but it's and still it's, so hard to say it watching it from someone's like fucking camcorder in 1996 yeah, or whatever definitely. Okay. But I, I still think it looks really good um okay but as, so, as far as story yeah it's probably his worst one sec- secondly where yeah, would you titanic rank this was a pretty shitty story <laughs> titanic uh, re-watching it y- yes I, I like it makes me want to do a james cameron podcast just because i want to like shit on that movie but praise it at the same time <laughs> but yes anyway so no no, no that movie is great and the same thing with avatar like the movie and the movie making is fantastic, but like story wise, it's mm-hmm. not, they're not that great. And, you know, this could be the same, but we're also not watching it in 3D. Like, yeah, the way it's the, supposed to be watched. Yeah, exactly. Uh, story wise, story wise, James Cameron is better at sci fi or in action, action. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not, not so much Trump. Anyway, so where would you guys rank this among the Terminator movies? Like, you don't have to rank the Terminator movies. Like, I was going to say, like, I haven't seen T3 in a long time, and I'm pretty sure that it's at the bottom of the list as far as Terminator movies. And I think this... It's not that bad. I think it still may be at the bottom of the list. I'd probably put this one, like, right above T3. Uh, I haven't seen Dark Fate yet. Uh, yeah, Joe hates that one. I would probably... What's your Man, bottom? I just I just don't like Genesis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just really don't like Genesis. Is is this is this above Genesis? Yeah, I think so. At yeah. least this one's fucking short. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe, uh, I don't know because it's not really a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, fair enough. What's your bottom it. as of like before? Like what before? Like going into and like actually like uh, picking apart what we the the movies we haven't watched yet. Oh, my bottom. His name's Josh. Uh, he lives out in uh, Puyallup. Oh, like for Terminator movies? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. oh shit! I have uh, a different guy that, that part. Uh, um, 
possibly Dark Fate. I think that was the only one that I watched, and I Yelling Dark at Fate it the or whole time. T three were like the only ones I watched, and I like didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I think like after watching T three, I was just like not expecting anything from Terminator movies, and I was just like, I just want more Terminator shit. Mm. So I kind of enjoyed the other ones. Um, but T three is not that bad. So I, I would have to rewatch T three Salvation in Dark Fate to figure out which one's yeah. like the bottom, but uh, they're all tied for the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean none of them are great. <laughs> like, yeah. The only the only Terminator that I like that wasn't T T one or two was Genesis. So suck it everybody. <laughs> All right. Uh, any other thoughts or anything else to mention before we get going? I have one, but you guys can go first. No, I don't think so. I just I forgot to mention that the fucking T one million sucks. Oh it's yeah, just it's like, like a final a big, villain. Yeah, it's just like a big liquid terminator, and they beat it with a gun. Mm-hmm. And, and liquid and nitrogen. Yeah, yeah, but he was still he there. was knocking some of those fucking tentacles off with that gun because he had that yeah. big ass gun. But sure. that know. laser gun. Yep. Okay, so if this is canon, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, were you, were you finished? I'm done, yeah. Okay, so if this were canon, because it was made by James Cameron, uh, James Cam- then this would... Cam- 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 Camden? Cameron. 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 Uh, <laughs> this would then make my point about everybody who is uh, ragging on Genesis for ruining the timeline when in fact Terminator 2 was the one that ruined the timeline. So if this is canon, that even furthers my point that Terminator 1 ruined the original timeline for the Terminator. Wait, Terminator 1? I'm sorry, Terminator 2 okay. ruined the timeline for the original Terminator, which I still believe, and that does not make Terminator 2 a bad movie. It's in fact my second favorite movie. Um, the first one is Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> uh, no, it's the, the Terminator. Um, just for the people who are listening. Um, but yeah, I, I think Terminator 2, I wouldn't say ruined, but changed the timeline of the original Terminator. So any other subsequent movie where people say like, oh, they ruined the timeline. Terminator 2 did that to begin with. And everybody wants to suck that movie off. So <laughs> this furthers that point that Terminator 2 did that so all you nerds out there you don't (laughs) like it come find me and we'll fight it with words (laughs) because (laughs) i'm too old (laughs) yeah i'm too old to fight (laughs) Uh, Um, uh okay so my thought was it's just a it's just a quick it's just a quick thing uh so erica was watching it has nothing to do with anything, but like <laughs> I just thought of this right before we were starting. Like Erica was watching the new Annie uh, that was on NBC recently. Oh, the live one. Yeah, oh, yeah. it, start, it stars Harry Connick Jr., who either plays I think he plays like was he da- Daddy, Warbucks? Daddy Warbucks or Annie or someone. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so like my only thought, like my closing thought was like, do you guys think that if uh, Harry Connick Jr. had decided to pursue a career in porn instead that he would have changed his name to Harry Connick Boner. I, that's, that's it. That's it. I, like, I was I was like, should I post that? I'm like, nah, just tell them. And it's not worth posting it. I was trying to think of something better, but Harry Connick Boner just sounds good. Anyway. <laughs> you're trying to think of something better. Like that, that, Harry uh, Cockett Ball. Uh... <laughs> Harry Cock and Boner. 
<laughs> that's probably the best I'm gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, so anyway, it's like after final thoughts. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, we somehow took a 20 minute video and made an hour and a half podcast out of it. So yeah. Yep. But I <laughs> guess that's it. Uh, we're gonna post the uh, links to the two. Yes. Um, videos yes. in the episode description so you can click on them there uh and um aaron you got anything to plug oh uh, yeah watch uh you all every pot or watch listen yep, no, to watch you it. all you all <laughs> watch watch lost but listen to you all every potty it's a last podcast that i'm on with uh erica who's been on here and vanessa who's never been on here but she's cool too <laughs> what about you joe or chris um i have nothing except uh if you're curious about the You All Everybody Potty podcast, um, I recommend listening to the Everybody Hates Hugo Spritz episode because it's fucking hilarious. That is a good episode. Yeah. Wait, was uh, that the one with... with uh, yeah, it's the one with, with uh, Cochina Nasty, yeah. with Liz and Rudy. <laughs> um, and it's, it's... They made our logo and the logo for that episode as well. Um, and it's great. Is a good right. one, Chris. Uh, I don't really have anything else to plug, but I just want to tell you where you can find this podcast. You can find us on Twitter, slathering ourselves in mud at the Potty Richter. We're also carrying logs and steel beams back and forth between Facebook and Instagram. Just search "see you at the Potty Richter" on Facebook or at the Potty Richter on Instagram. If you want to help us achieve the pure ecstasy of the pump, you can go to Patreon.com/slash the Potty Richter to support us directly. And lastly, do you want us to crush other podcasts? Would you like to see them driven before us? Are you interested in hearing the lamentations of their women, maybe? (laughs) Well, the best way to do that is to go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a review. We sure would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. That's it. And don't forget, if you want to ice that guy, you can uh, (laughs) go to thepotty.net or email us at cuatthepotty.net. Perfect. And please, somebody, 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 go to that fucking site because I spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, come on, guys. Uh, sympathy click, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, if you're listening to this, um, first of all, thank you. Uh, and second of all, well, I guess just thank you because that means you're um, a patron or you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're helping pay for this show. Mm-hmm. So. Which, I, which I think is pretty much just Erica and I so far. <laughs> you got that four dollars? And you, did you get that four dollars? <laughs> I didn't There's, get anything. No dollars. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> well, but be between me and Erica, it should be in your account. I would assume. What the Apple account? Yeah. Oh. So I probably <laughs> deposited into there that four bucks. All right. Well, well, it's probably unless like... Erica canceled it, then it's just two dollars. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna it's need that like... back, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, I guess uh, that's it. So there's only one thing uh, left to say. What? Oh, right. Boobs. (laughs) Get the party reached up!